something we don't have. It often creeps in unnoticed, but has lasting damaging effects that ultimately can ruin our lives. Through specific examples in scripture, Dan Sisk takes us on a survey of how envy affects a person's life and how we can practically be content in Christ. Dive into this Walk Talk series with us as we study the Eye of Envy. Welcome back to the Walk Talks podcast. This is Dan, and this is day three of our week. Um, And I am excited for this Wednesday. It is Wednesday, so uh, going to church tonight, and I hope that you are too. Or maybe you're listening to this on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, who knows? But uh, today of this release, it is Wednesday, and excited um, about where we're going with this um, four-day journey of looking through the Bible of people that are envious. You know, we looked at Cain and Abel. We described what envy was, which if you've heard it already, it's a feeling of discontent, being discontent of something. Or I like this resentful longing aroused. This is brought up, this discontentment or resentful longing is brought up by someone else's possessions, what they have, or maybe the qualities of things that is around them, or even luck. How often do we say, oh man, they just have the best luck. Why does this always happen to them? You know, we looked at Cain, and then we looked at Saul and his reaction toward David. But we also have someone else I want us to look at, and that is David. David was going through this, and the Lord had anointed him king, and he knew this, and he was literally cast out of the kingdom by Saul and really tracked down to be killed by Saul. And, but David's response was not the response that Saul had. You know, Saul could have taken the time to enjoy the bringing up David and maybe even mentoring David. Instead, he was jealous and envious and caring. You know, I think if, you know, even in churches of a senior pastor maybe pushing down a younger man being jealous and not wanting them to be liked. And, you know, we see this of Saul, but, you know, we also see in churches more often that we see the older generation really investing into the younger generation and caring for them. You know, Saul could have done that and lived a happy old life in the kingdom, but instead, It drove him to his death. But we see the opposite of Saul with David. We see that David was on the run and he was hidden in caves. And he actually had two opportunities to kill Saul. One was when Saul went into a cave. And the other one was David snuck into the camp. And he proved to Saul. And Saul said he was sorry and that he wouldn't do this. But he kept continuing after David because he was filled with envy. But you know, David could have gotten upset at God. He could have, you know, looked and been mad about what was going on and just, you know, I can't believe that Saul has all this luck of trying to find me. And and really, we see later on, he just kind of gave up and went to the Philistines and joined them. But we see the Lord work in his heart. But before all this, we have a psalm that 
David wrote when on the run from Saul. And it's a great psalm that I want us to meditate on today and that we can live the life David had of not being envious if we follow what this is saying. So verse one, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Though David was going through some tough things, he desired to be with God and that he would praise him. Verse 4, thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. Verse 5, and my soul shall be satisfied with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. Verse 6, we're going to come back to that. Because thou hast been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of thy wings, I will rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. Every one that sweareth by him shall glory. But the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Though David was being hunted, though he was in the wilderness and going through tough times, he remembered to praise God. We see in verses 1 through 4, but he also remembered, brought into remembrance the good things God had done for him. In verse 6, I want us to go back. When I remember thee upon my bed, when I lay down and remember and meditate on thee in the night watches, what is he going to remember? Because thou hast been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of thy wings, I will rejoice. You know, when you look at someone that has things that you want or you're envious or jealous or brought up with anger, what we can tend to do is what the reason we become discontent is we have forgotten what God has blessed us with. We have forgotten how great God has been to our lives. And David was remembering, even though he had every reason to be upset, he was remembering how good of a God he is. So what I want to challenge you with today is to remember how good God is today. And tomorrow, we're going to come back. I want you today for your meditation to write out three things that God has blessed you in your life. I'm going to come back tomorrow and share those three things of my life. And because, you know, I, I was challenged by our main instructor, Cody Bill, one day, it was a few years ago, that 
We tend to be jealous and envious of what others have, so we tend to think that other people are that way towards us. And what it does is when God blesses our life in a great way, we tend not to want to share it with others. I remember selling a golf cart that I had bought for my wife when she was pregnant to to get around the camp. And it was a year later, we didn't really need it, so we decided to sell it. And the Lord blessed me by selling that to someone that was uh, wanted it and making some money off of it. And it really was a true blessing. And I remember him talking with me about it, and I was kind of bashful and ashamed of you know the money that I made from it. But Cody looked at me and said, "You don't, Dan. We 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 don't have to be bashful of God's blessings in our life. We should rejoice with each other." So that's what I want us to do. I'm going to not be ashamed of these things that you have uh, right out. And I want you to share those three things with someone else of how God's blessing your life and help us to get out of that envious and that jealousy, discontentment life towards others. So tomorrow we'll, we'll do that. But I also tomorrow we'll be looking at how to be thankful for what we have to not be envious. Thanks for listening to the Walk Talks podcast. This is Dan. I pray and hope that you have a blessed day. Thanks for being a part of Walk Talks today by listening and subscribing to our podcast. Follow us on social media for sneak peeks at future episodes and to share your favorites with others who would benefit as well. We hope your heart has been enriched by God's word to take your next step in following Christ.